Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who's on this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Quarter Life Sports Talk We are live and it is Tuesday, so... Taco Tuesday, if we want to call it that. Talking Trash Tuesday. A lot of my trash talkers haven't been um, calling in lately, uh, Cherie Graham. So I'm going to have to give her a call at some point and catch up to see what she's doing. She does have, during the season, a live show, a, a podcast show, which is fun. Bunch of guys on that show. Hilarious. And we talk sports, and then you know what we do. It's kind of like... It's kind of like we're in a barbershop or at a bar or something like that. And I think that's how sports should be done. If you're going to talk sports... It should be a flowing conversation. It should be as there's no microphones around, there's no cameras around. You're just talking sports with your guys or whomever, whomever who can talk sports with you. And it don't have to be all guys, so let me get that right. But I like you know what you're talking about. Have some valid points. Uh, uh, make it fun. Make it interesting. You know the arguments and the debates you have when you're talking sports with your buddies and your friends and, and you and you got a drink in front of you. So that's what you need to get to. That's what I need to get to it. Myself, I need the cameras on me, though. I need the cameras around so we can... It's almost like a webinar that you post up while you're talking. You're going to do it anyway. You might as well get the benefit of uh, some video out of it and see how fun it is. A uh, bunch of guys that I know, we talk about those all the time. We do have the uh, NBA's playoffs going on right now. We'll get to that, talk a little bit of football. Uh, I know we talked Cardinals schedule and everything and how, how great it was for them to have a... By week in the middle of their schedule, uh, there's some transitions, transactions going on. Um, one of the transactions that's going on, and I'll and I speak on that right now, is, well, the Cards did release their defensive line. They left Reading. And you know this business is all about money. They resigned restricted free agent Jeff Jefferson. Uh, Brown and Swearinger. Swearinger and I trained over at the Exos, so he was a safety coming out. I want to say he came out of South Carolina, uh, but he's – I think he's on his third team, and the Cardinals picked him up late last year. He's very beneficial for him in the playoffs. But the business part of it, you let go of defense alignment that you really need to save space, which is $3 million. Hopefully they sign him back, or hopefully he get picked up somewhere and get his money elsewhere. Because after you win a Super Bowl, after you set your goals that attain with your dreams, now you got to get paid because everybody else is getting paid around you. All these owners are getting paid. If people are getting paid around you, you have to get paid yourself. And I was never one to say it was about the money. I thought if you got a ring, you play for a championship, you left a legacy. If you got uh, respect from your peers, the guys that play, uh, you feel good about yourself, you still got to feel better about yourself when you get paid. So you have to get that done. Another transaction is, um, well, a conversation is Jeff Fisher. Now I've talked Jeff Fisher, and you look at his record, and you look at what he's done. You know he's the coach. He's been the coach for the Houston and Tennessee, Houston Oilers and Tennessee Titans. He had 140. I'm gonna get somewhere around close to his statistics, his stats. 140 to 121. That was his record as the Houston and, and the Titans coach, or should I say the Oilers and the Titans coach. He comes here. Not here, I'm sorry. He comes to, he goes to the St. Louis Rams. And I think his record is like 20, 
20 and 47. So you look at his record overall. Why does Jeff Fisher, whom I like as a defensive-minded coach, and I argue with people all the time about does defense win championships, and you know defense win championships. I don't even get into that argument along with idiots who want to say, well, offense win championships. You don't get in position. Most teams, most great teams that go down and win the Super Bowl, they don't get in position unless the defense put them in those positions. Now, you got a high-power offense. I say the Denver Broncos' offense two years ago was more high-power than the offense they had last year. So their defense won that game, and defense got them in the position. That's why Von Miller is the Super Bowl MVP. And you could have picked about two or three guys from that defense. And, and, and Buddy Ryan's, uh, and his way of thinking, you build a defense first. If the offense can't score, then you win the game. You can win a game with field goals. It's a boring game, but it's all about the business of winning. So if defense wins championships, you look at what the um, Jeff Fisher has done with his defense, has a pretty good defense. It's one of the defense you're worried about in the NFC West when you're talking Arizona Cardinals, Seattle Seahawks, and the uh, San Francisco 49ers. It's one of the better defenses. But offensively, they can't win. And if you can't win, then as a head coach, your record sucks. Jeff Fisher, I don't know how he's pulling it off, but he still has a job. And I'll go to Lovey Smith because I talk Lovey Smith all the time. And I'm talking Lovey Smith right now because I'm using him as an example. Lovey Smith doesn't have a job in Tampa Bay with no talent in Tampa Bay. And you get Dirk Cutter. And if you know anything about Dirk Cutter, he was terrible at ASU. But he must have some incriminating pictures or information on somebody in the Tampa Bay organization to give this guy a job and let one of the top defensive coaches, the cover two defensive coach, and first of all, Lovey Smith shouldn't have got fired in Chicago. And it's unfortunate. So when you look at Jeff Fisher, and he's still having a job. And I'll tell you right now, Jeff Fisher still have a job right now because the St. Louis Rams, who are now the Los Angeles Rams, are on the move to L.A. You need a quarterback. You have Goff, who's over at the University of California. And it comes down to this. And Carson Wentz, who's at North Dakota State. When you talk about the future of head coaches and programs, you better have a quarterback. It was the reason why the Indianapolis Colts were able to let Peyton Manning go. The great Peyton Manning. It was a reason for that to happen. But when you talk about the future of all these coaches, it is also predicated on who you have under the center. Carson Wentz or golf at the University of California, Jeff Fisher, don't talk about giving a house away with all these trades and draft picks and then play coy as to you don't know who you're picking. That is crazy. Why would you play those games? You, you move into a new city in a new state, a different city in a different state. Just say who it is. And that being the case, you can now start working out the contract for one of those quarterbacks. Jeff Fisher, in my opinion, have a legitimate two years. Because I'm always in the favor of giving a coach a four-year deal. Three strong, and the team looks like it is, has improved from, from day one until that third, end of the third year. Well, then that option is yours. But that option is also... In my favor, I'm giving you the offers. It's not an option for you to opt out. This is not basketball. You're not opting out on your four-year your four deal. It's for the management 
to say, well, the team doesn't look like it's going in the right direction. We got some pieces in place, but it's not the right direction. Your fourth year belongs to us. We're not going to hire you back. I'm all in favor for hiring coach for four years. Don't give me the credit card and tell me don't spend it. Don't let me go get players. I told you the St. Louis Rams, who is now the Los Angeles Rams, their defense has always been stellar. They have an offense, and they got offensive weapons over there. They made improvement. But when you look at the head coach, maybe it's something he's not getting over to the players. Or maybe the head coach needs to look at his, his staff around him. He's talking about the Los Angeles Rams. I know most of their guys on that staff. Good group of guys. Guys that play, guys that coach a long time. But something's not getting across. And if this is an organization about winning, taking your team to the Super Bowl, there is no professional sport team that says we're not trying to get to the Super Bowl. What are we building to? The ultimate championship, whether that be NBA, whether that be the Stanley Cup, whether that be uh, one of the majors, one of that in golf, one of that, whether that be the Super Bowl. We are playing for the big trophy somewhere down the road. But there's 20 teams in the National Football League that cannot say Super Bowl at the end of their huddle break. There's about 12 other teams that has a chance once you get in that playoff. Could be 16 other teams. Once you get in the playoffs, there's a chance for anything. I came here, we were 4-12. Eventually, we got to the Super Bowl somehow. Somehow, we got to the Super Bowl. If you go back and look at the tape, you would know how. We got to the we, not Super Bowl. We got to the playoffs. I'm talking crazy. We got to the playoffs. Yeah, you talking crazy. We got Demry Lachey in the building. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. That is the number if you want to join the show. Um, but we got in the playoffs, and we was a game away from going to where we needed to be. But we wasn't a better team out there. It's just when you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. And you can see that with the NBA uh, playoffs right now. We watched Indiana Pacers beat Toronto in their first game, but we watched the Toronto, who's the better team in the series, I believe, come back and get them on the second game. When you're talking Jeff Fisher, why do you still have a job? Lovey Smith is coaching the, the University of Illinois. He took his defensive coordinator or linebacker coach who was with him in Tampa, Hardy Nickerson, with them. People make a lot of talk. They talk a lot about, well, he, he walked away from the NFL he didn't walk away from the NFL. They let him go in the NFL. He can sit around and be an assistant coach right there. Lovey Smith is a head coach in the National Football League. Now, if you haven't done the research or done your work on Lovey Smith, if you don't know that defense and that time of two defense, if you don't know that Super Bowl he's been to, he's Mo- bought himself some time. You talk about Marvin Lewis, who's in Cincinnati, who has a great team, who has a great team. He can't win a playoff game. You talk about all these coaches, and I'm, and I'm harping on Jeff Fisher a bit too long, but I'm all in favor for the buddy, good old boy system. Just make sure it works everywhere, 360. Jim Lachey, you in the building. Yeah, I'm here. Just making sure the microphone's on, but I, I agree with you. I think the NFL kind of ran Lovey Smith out of the NFL, out of a ton of head coaching situations. You mentioned him getting to the Super Bowl. Well, he got the multiple Super Bowls. It wasn't just his time in Chicago. He he did get there as an assistant in and, Tampa Bay in Tampa. with with Dungey and that coaching staff, that coaching tree. But Lovey Smith is no nothing new towards the NFL, towards success, and what he brought to the table in even Tampa Bay again as a head coach. He turned that whole situation around. You talk about a situation like the Los Angeles Rams looking for you know that just that face or just that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just that encouragement. What is our image on our team? You know, that's what they're looking for. So 
Jeff Fisher's not going to get you there. Jeff Fisher's a great guy to put in place if you have the talent, have to have you know some rah rah coach with experience. He's a great guy to fit in that type of system. But to what the Ram, the Rams are looking for for the future, he's not the guy. I agree. I don't know if Lovey Smith's the guy right now as well. Obviously, they want to look in a whole other direction. But Jeff Fisher should not. I'm not a big Jeff Fisher fan as a coach. Well, I like Jeff Fisher as a I defensive like him, coach. I like him as a defensive it's coach. It's kind of like I like Buddy Ryan as a head coach, but Buddy Ryan takes over and gets in the way as a, uh, when the playoffs start. And you can see his track records in the playoffs. If, 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 not, not Buddy Ryan, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, um, Rex. No, no, I'm going to uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Schottenheimer was a good head coach. I'll tell you what made him good is his staff. But when the playoffs came, he wanted the cameras on him, so he intervened a little bit too much than he should have. And you lose the playoffs. You don't get fired as a head coach after going 14-2. and two. Something's not right. Kwame Lashay Sports Talk. Dem Lashay is in the building. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. Kwame Sports Talk. 888-346-9144. Demery Lachey is in the building. He was on location. It was a huge, huge traffic incident, or maybe accident, on the uh, 48th and baseline. People, leave home in time so you don't have to rush. Now, I'm being hypocritical when I say that, but I take my shortcuts, and so far my shortcuts have been working. We are back. We're talking some, uh, how bad was it, Demery? I don't think I wanted to be in that location at that time and that moment just to see a car flipped upside down. That's a scary situation to drive past. You only see those on the weekend. I never. No, I'm just saying, it's the craziness on the weekend. Obviously, it had to do with some speeding. But the thing was, the car was flipped over with the head of the car. The headlights was facing the traffic on the right. So it had to have been the guy who was on the left side, and how did he get up on the top? Mm. 
I don't know. Maybe if it, guy it looked or like lady. he hit a medium. Know. The window was shattered. I don't know if it was a woman or a lady. I don't even know if anyone was even. Whoever out the was, car. they was texting or or they were shaving or they was putting on makeup was or they was eating. I seen a guy eating with chopsticks. Yeah, you told as me. As I that. was texting, I should have crashed into him <laughs> for being stupid. <laughs> He's eating with a. But I had more pressing business to, to attend to. Got to get that egg food young in the morning. What man. you know about egg food young? Got to get that egg food young. from Indiana. What do you know about egg food young? What do you mean? <laughs> what you know about yak? You ever heard of yak? Yeah, I heard of yak. Have you heard of yak for real? I never, I never had it. I, I heard of it. You ain't, I never you had ain't. it. Now you don't. You have. <laughs> I'm from Indiana. You right. I'm, I'm not from the they seas, have seas a, of Virginia. I'm not from the beaches, but <laughs> the beaches, the it's, beaches of Virginia. It sounds like beaches, but it says something else. <laughs> <laughs> No man, it's a uh, you gotta leave. You gotta leave in time. You're rushing. I, I I rush all the time. I feel like I can't get out the house fast enough. And I'm up. I woke up. I woke up a day, but you know what? On my way to the show, I had a great conversation with my uh, aunt. Every time we talk, it's like we talk for. I mean, we pick right back in some serious conversations. Right. But good educational, uh, worldly, good family conversations. It was, it was good stuff. Oh. I enjoyed talking to my. That's she's How the one you talk to her for. 33 minutes as I looked at <laughs> 33 minutes as I looked at my phone with 33 minutes but it was good you can't hang minutes. up you yeah. know you can't hang up from a conversation you talk you have, you don't even know what, what time it is until you get off right because the conversation just go from one thing to another and it's good I um I only ask because I only go about 30 minutes with my aunt or cousin depending on how the conversation going how long but if I had more time, time I I would, we would have went longer if I had more right, time right like if, if, if she's, I know how 30 minutes get man yeah she lives in D.C. uh but uh, she in district area. But if we were in Virginia, we'd still be talking right now. Oh yeah, but I would right. I would pour right. exactly. me a glass. Of, I would have me a drink or something. Exactly. But we'd have been talking. Good conversation. Great conversation. It was a uh, like she's instrumental in, in like whatever success it looked like I have. Instrumental in the in in harnessing that. We used to get interviews. Me and Fred, me and my brother used to get interviewed all the time. She'd come down. It was uh oh, we at first we didn't like it. Then we thought it was fun. Because mm-hmm. then she would always give us money afterward, after the interview. <laughs> <laughs> she was paying us for the interview. So she would always give us money. But she was teaching us how to talk. Okay. What to say. We had to right. cut out the arms and all that stuff. Right, I'm like, right. Because you, you never noticed that when you're doing it. I was like, okay, I didn't know uh, I was doing that. But she was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. But she, but she noticed all that stuff. Yeah. And it That's wasn't good. about... She knew we was going to be interviewed somewhere, somehow. She didn't know. It was, she didn't say, oh, you're going to be football and you'll be interviewed. Just... Period. Just interview for Just know a how to job talk. and have on clean draws. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my mom always reminded me. That. <laughs> have on clean draws. Yes. Boy, if you get an accident, whatever. If I get an accident, if I'm gonna have, have, have on some clean draws. Right. The NBA playoffs is upon us. Is here. If I'm the Golden State Warriors, I am not playing Steph Curry any in this series. No, not anymore. Not a game. Not anymore. These boys, the Golden State Warriors. Like, like I said, when I look at them, if I look at the Chicago Bulls and their dynasty that they had, and I look at the Lakers and the dynasty they had with Kobe and Shaq or Kobe or Pau Gasol, whomever, whichever team has a dynasty, you find that one star and you know them inside or out. You know who that person is. And now we get to the big three when they started creating this big three, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, um, uh, what's the other guy's name? What's your, what's your boy's name? Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Everyone has had a big three. The, my boy. Yes, he is. The original big three is uh, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce, KG. KG. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Big shot Ray Allen. Rajon Rondo. No. Big three plus Rajon. 
or Rajon and the Big Three. Yeah. I can go with that, Rajon <laughs> and the Big Three. Because although he's a hothead and he's crazy uh, at times, see, everybody wants to be the star. Well, where's the guys who say, I could be a star, but if my role gets us to a championship, i like to get that championship. But, you know, men and their ego and their pride always get us in the end. Well, the Spurs understand that. You nail on the head. The Spurs, Spurs understand that. They great get deal. that one. But Look at that Aldridge. He knows that I'm coming to an, a mature team. I'm coming to a veteran team. It also depends on who the coach. See, Popovich commands so much respect around the league and right. with his players. Now, that's not to say that his players don't argue with them or agree with them every time but they come to an understanding. See, a lot of players don't come to an understanding with their coach, LeBron James, and that's why he had four coaches now. You with me? Yeah. So, it. if I'm the Golden State Warriors, when I look at them, I don't say, this is Steph Curry's team. They are the Warriors. They are the Golden State they Warriors. They are the Golden State Warriors. Which makes them the best team in the business. And they've been together for quite some time. I remember I love it, man. when I they love were building stuff. this team, putting this team together, they were more exciting back then than they are now. I'm going to be honest with you because I didn't see this. I Back didn't then? see what it was coming to. Because look who their coach I've was. I've never seen it before. Yeah, it was, it was Mark Jackson. And I see the same credentials and the same talent in what the Minnesota Timberwolves are bringing together. I love that young talent, that their core group with Carl Anthony Towns now, with Zach Levine. Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins is going to be the best player on the planet. In Minnesota? He's going to be arguably one of the best players on the planet in about two, Where's Andrew? two three Andrew years. From, he's from Canada, right? Yeah, he's he went Canadian. to Kansas for yeah. one year. Oh yeah, yeah, but it, he's his talent is there, and that that team right now they're going through coaching interviews. They they talked about Mark Jackson, Tom Thibodeau, if Jeff you, Van Gundy, and I was going to bring that up to you. If you Tom Thibodeau, where you go? You go you go to the you go to the Minnesota, or do you go to Houston? I don't think he will fit well in Minnesota. What he got that young Carl they're Anthony young Towns running uh, Wiggins? They are young running group. He wants them to play can, defense, right? I think I he's going to shut defense down. Defense I, I get it. And that's why I think Mark Jackson's a better fit because Mark Jackson preaches nothing but defense, but he also knows how to control a team that can run and gun. Was Golden State a better defensive team when Mark Jackson was there? I, I believe they predicated to That's where, yes, absolutely. They they learned more about defense, he how important defense was, and how tough you got to be on the defensive Jamal end. Green is, is is who he is. Well, you know what? He's he's gifted. He was like he's that talented. at Michigan State. He was a tough-minded individual and a leader. Yeah, Izzo was a great coach. That's why. Right. When I just got finished saying it, it also depends on the coach. If you respect the coach, I don't have to agree with you all the time because I'm not. I have my own philosophy but I, I will defer to some stuff that you do know that I do not know. I will defer to that stuff. But we can come to an understanding to make it work. So right. when you come to an understanding, it has to work. And not come to an understanding where it doesn't work anymore, then, then we didn't sit down and talk about what we were supposed to talk about. Right. Mark Jackson put Clay Thompson in his position as well as a defender. He told him year after year, you have to get better defensively because you're going to guard the top perimeter players in the NBA night in night. and I don't care what you think I don't care if you're upset about it yeah, you're going to you're do gonna, it you're going to do it you're going to have to and he became a better defender yeah that's why I love watching him back then I love watching him back then at that time because it was all coming together and now I'm on board I'm maturity like, I, though I've seen this I'm maturity. a little bored it's great to see it all come together but yeah, well, starting they, to get a little boring they, but, oh, oh my goodness don't say that because <laughs> don't say that because that's it's human nature but you know what that's human nature it is because you like a team so much. There's a lot of people who love to hate the um, 
the Los Angeles Lakers when they was on top of their game because it got boring. You want right. to see another team knock them off? Well, exactly. well, three years ago, you was in love with the Lakers. Right. Three years ago, you was in love with the Miami Heat. Exactly. Yeah. But you don't want them the guys to win. You don't want the team to win. And then it becomes that, well, I don't want LeBron James win. He's, he's won enough. Yeah. Or here's the one to get me outside of sports or just in life, period. Well, um, well, he don't need it. He got enough money. Oh, yeah, I hate that one. How you know what somebody needs nah, and can't how what they have? Term. Yeah, I can't You're not that my term. accountant or their accountant? That's the worst sentence you can. That's, that's straight up being a hater. That's a hater at a high level. At a, yeah. That's a hater at a high level. And no I might question. smack you on the way out. No question. I ain't got a problem with smacking you. But that's why I'm, I'm a bigger fan of seeing who's next, who's going to catch the Golden State Warriors. I think Minnesota, on, this, on the level that, because the Warriors weren't winning a dang old thing a couple what, 10 years ago? 10 years ago, no. They weren't winning nothing. That's why they haven't beat Bottom the, on the map. San Antonio Spurs since 97 in the San Antonio. They were, I'd rather go see the Kings play than the Warriors go play. That's but you now, had white chocolate and, and uh, <laughs> you had, um, what's my man named, uh, Michigan, uh, <laughs> what's his name? You know his name? Michigan. I don't know his name. You got to know his name. Who? From Michigan. This five, is five. from Michigan? Just because he's 5'5 five, five from Michigan? 5'5. Five, five. You don't know the 5'5? Five, five? The Fab 5. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Weber. Chris, Chris Weber. Weber, yeah. That's who I, you, you knew who I was talking about. You say you watch Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, cause that's who they had. They had a nice team there. Oh, yeah. Sacramento. Um, Kevin Johnson, who's the uh, mayor out there, who's going to be our next black president. Not next, next, but next, next, next. Okay. I get you. <laughs> I, I get what you I get what you're going. You get that? But Golden State Warriors. If you are, and, and I'm going to talk a little bit about their, their bench, too. And not the players. Do you see Luke Walton is up for a job in New York? Yeah, what, what did I tell I did, you? I did read about Patrick that. Patrick Ewan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Why, why you won't interview these guys for a job? Um, Patrick who, who, Ewan. Yes, Patrick Ewan for the New York Knicks. Patrick Ewan. As a head coach. Now, now I know he's been coaching. I know okay. he's been around. He's been on the, yeah, he's been now on why, scene. Now why can't he be a head coach? Well, first of all. Not why can't he be head coach. Why can't he get a chance to be a head coach? I would think. Because you can't picture Patrick Jr. as a head coach. <laughs> no, I can't. I just answered it for you. <laughs> so I'm going to save you some I time. I That is one thing that I was thinking about. But, no, I mean, it, it, it was hard to see Derek Fisher as a head coach. I, didn't, really? I did not kinda, think it, I would ever see Derek Fisher as a head but he coach. But he kind of grew into time. that role, didn't he? He did. He did do it. He changed my perspective of it. Patrick Ewan's the same way. He'll probably become a head coach, and I'll probably look at it, oh, okay, yeah, Patrick, no, obviously. But I, I would see Patrick Ewan as more of a player development type coach because he owned the paint, the way he played. Well, I, I don't think he would want to be in a head coaching position. Well, Maybe he is him? striving for it. I don't know. He's been to striving for it. Kareem's really? been striving for it. They, I, they won't hire sure. these guys as a head okay. coach. They'll hire him as assistant coach. Right. Don't pacify me. If my goals and aspirations to be a head coach and I've done everything to get to my, match my dreams and my goals up, if I've done everything, you can't, there's somebody out there who's supposed to see that. I never heard those guys speak on Oh, well, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm telling you now. Here, you know, you I'm not in that circle. So I, I, I don't hear Kareem or Patrick, any reports, rumors. I would love to be a head coach in the NBA. Well, I've yeah. never heard that term yet. Well, then you're welcome for that information <laughs> I just gave you. Because, they, no, they be, even before Mark Jackson and those guys, they wanted to be head coaches. That was one of them. But Mark was saying he was. I would love to be a head coach in the NBA. Yeah, well, he went straight to the podcasting they, and with ESPN you know, and you was hearing it because Patrick Ewan was saying it too. You just wasn't okay. hearing it. Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. Demir Lassie in the building. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports because i'm happy clap along if you feel like a room without a roof Hey, welkom back in to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144. Today, Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Tito Tuesday. NBA playoffs. Indiana Pacers taking another a, a loss. Not another loss, a loss. They they actually pulled it off in um in uh Toronto, their first game. I was I was okay Paul with George that. I'm okay crazy. with this loss. Yeah. You okay and with that? And that's where they got one. Because they got one. That's the only reason why I'm okay with this loss. And you get to go home, you get a chance to go up 3-1 in a series over a number two seed Toronto team who's got who has the playoff experience. But you mentioned Paul George, and the way the only way the Pacers can be relevant, I think, for now and to the future, is the way to see that gentleman go off. It's the way to see him become that superstar mode, eye of the tiger, whatever it may be. Paul George. To have that juice the way he did in game one in that second half. Even yesterday's game. He had 25 points going into the fourth quarter. Huh. Shot 8 of 15 throughout the whole game. He needed, he needed to put up more than 15 shots. He needs to put up more than 15 shots a game in this series it to continue. Hopefully, Larry Bird will open that paycheck up and, paycheck. Go, and, and oh, grab some help for, this, oh, next year? for Paul George for the next coming years. Them boys can't rebound. <laughs> they, they, they cannot, they cannot they, grab a basketball if they like depending on it. And they move Paul George to the small forward. Yes. So, I, what's a, got him a, out of that power four role. Power he, four. He's not a power four, but I like. A, he's a number two. They tried. He's number yeah. two, number three. I like um, him in that role because he's a scorer anyway. And then you put him in that role, and the, the uh, bigger guys have to guard him. And sometimes that's close to impossible. Right. That's when he goes off. That's when he takes games in his hand. That's when he come out of the locker room in the second half and and hit and get twenty five points. Right. That's the Paul George. That's the PG I'm talking about. He deserved to be talked about today. That's the PG-13 I'm talking about. He, he's been bringing it from game one last night. He deserved, he deserved to get a little segment, a little love in this. An- another game is, uh, absolutely, another game was uh, the Dallas Mavericks one. That one, that was a crazy game. I don't know if you oh, saw that game. Man. That game was let's, crazy. Let's talk about it. Yeah, the um Oklahoma. You want to talk about the Mavericks or let's start? Well, the let's Mavericks start Oklahoma. Oklahoma. 
well, start to finish, I don't know where uh, I don't know where those guys were. I mean, they had a lead. They had about like a ten point lead with four minutes, or so, I believe. Kwame, we've been talking about OK. When we do talk about OKC this whole mm-hmm. season, yeah, we talk about that fourth quarter collapse mm. symptom in which they fall themselves into. You know, old habits do not they fall. Don't die. They don't die. They don't fall away. It clearly showed last night. Four minutes to go in the fourth quarter period, they could not. They cannot pull away. Even on Kevin Durant's terrible <sighs> night shooting, he, he'll never shoot the ball like that ever again. No, never again. He's too. But good it for was. That. In that segment, in that fourth quarter, in the last couple minute segments, it seemed as, as if they like to rush a lot of shots. And I don't know why, because you get the game under control. You you let Fenton and those guys, you let the Dallas Mavericks retake the pace of the game, like you were saying. You had control of the game. Billy Donovan is definitely not coaching. <laughs> Wait, Billy Donovan. Wait a minute. You talking about University of There's Florida? There's no way you're going to coach championship two national championship. Billy Donovan is not recommending Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, whoever else wants to take a shot to rush any any other offense and to rush get shots up for what? We're up by ten. Let's run an offensive play. You talk about the trust in the coaching and the teams in which we talked about last segment. How guys trusted Mark Jackson at that time, Steve Kerr. How guys put in that trust with Tom Thibodeau in Chicago to say, let's go all defense. Even now, yet last night's game really showed Westbrook and Durant. I don't know if they're too sold on Billy Donovan as a head coach. That's Scott good. Brooks, yeah, everyone's saying, oh, it was a fourth quarter collapse. It was times. But Scott Brooks talked after games, post-game shows. We rushed shots. We rushed our offense. It's not about Westbrook taking too many shots or Durant taking too many shots. Took it's literally three shots. We're, why are we taking so many shots? He took, yeah. He took 33. Westbrook took 22. I mean, there's a lot of shots going up. That sounds like 55. Uh, Paul George shots. scored 28 points on 15. Paul George is running a different offense, but I don't care. He's on, Paul George he is played the, the same there. game. He's the star there. He played the same game. 33 shots. A lot of those, that means it's continuous. You throwing this thing up, and then my counterpart throwing up 22 shots as well. It's a Kevin, lot of shots going up. Kevin Durant was seven for 33. That is crazy. He'll never play. And he'll, that'll never happen. Because he'll never shoot 33 times again. He'll never rush his offensive shots again. He was rushing because he came out of the uh, huddle with three plays designed for him and missed them. Three or four. Yeah. And missed them. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder why they uh, kept giving him the ball. Now, he, I'm he, a huge fan of living and die with my superstar, especially right. one as consistent as um, Kevin Durant. He, I think it was predicated to him getting out of that nasty rhythm he was in to get him some type of positive momentum with his shots seeing a couple shots go in kind of get that momentum that juice flowing again and And I think that's why Kevin Durant was like I gotta keep shooting I'm a shooter yeah I'm gonna keep shooting it because you know you don't even know if they need to see him go in it's gotta be that feel if you're a shooter you know you know that stroke you have that feel that wrist and all that stuff you know that the um the the guys like Stephen Curry and and uh, we talked uh uh, who we talking in uh, Celtic Boston with a big three? Right. Those guys is they just from anywhere. Ray Allen. Ray Allen. We Clay talked Thompson uh, last night. Clay hit thirty, thirty one, I think. Yeah. Clay hit thirty one. Right. I don't and know. He had twenty five, twenty, twenty at a halftime. Twelve for twelve at the line. Twelve for twelve. This is the reason why I won't play. I will not play Stephen Curry the rest of this series. And in fact, I might not play him until I get to uh, San Antonio. 
All right, you need to hold it. Hold on now. Hold on now. Hold on now. Let's, let's not. Let me find out. Did the Clippers win? The Clippers two and zero, or they or they play tonight? The Clippers will play tonight. Let me see. Congrats uh, to Jamal Crawford, six player, six man of the six year man? for the third time in his career. Man, that that should have went to uh, Andre Iguodala. You know better than that. They know for better the than third that. Third time in his career. That's why I don't like awards. Andre they go came to in people. second, and now Draymond came in second and Defensive Player of the Year. What? Oh, defensive player of the year. But he's all first team defense. Though. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard got first team. Well, his, Kawhi I mean, Leonard Kawhi got, got defensive player, player of the year. year. Oh, that's two years in a row. He didn't even seem too happy. He never looked happy. <laughs> he, just, he don't even fix his braids. Come on, Kawhi. He don't even on, fix man. his braids, man. Be it's, happy about uh, something. He don't want to. This guy's still driving an old beat up car <laughs> with a brand new car. Well, he got right? a new car. He got a new car from one defensive player of the year. He got a new Kia. Man, he's going to get. He's gonna give it. He's gonna give that to somebody in his family. I was in the golf tournament nice yesterday uh, for the prostate cancer, and uh, this guy won a Dodge Charger, hole in one. Oh wow! I know. Which uh, what'd you shoot? Did you get a chance? No, we shot up. My, yeah, yeah. I had a. Ch- did I have a chance? So you had to shoot a hole in one to get. Yeah. Out of all eighteen holes, or is it just, just one hole? One hole is part three. They usually on part threes, hole in one. Um, and it's usually on the most difficult hold. Okay. Or what? It's usually on the most difficult hold. They try to put it up there. They don't want you to win the car. Whomever runs the golf tournament, they have to put up some type of insurance. Right. And there's there's different ways. You either win the car outright, or you, all you gotta do is pay for the taxes. Okay. Or you uh, get a two year lease. This in this situation, you want he won the car outright. It was a Dodge Purple Charger. It was nice. A challenger, it might have been a challenger. Purple? Yeah, it was no it, yeah, it looks good. It was this purple okay. right here that you see on this uh, screen. Okay. It was nice. Good Laker, looking it was a Laker, challenger. Laker purple. Yeah. Just purple. It was a challenger. Holding one. Now he was playing with Andre Reed. Now Andre Reed, you know Andre Reed, he's a he won't shut up. Okay. He, he wouldn't shut up before the <laughs> Hall of Fame. He won't shut up after he got the Hall of Fame. But, you know, good guy. So I'm thinking they're the only two that saw it. Maybe the other two that was in that group. You might have gave the guy who's supposed to say you made it five thousand dollars. Right. And say we made it, and let me take it to the car. And golf, you don't question anybody's integrity because once you do it, you know they are cheaters and they can't play anymore. They shouldn't play the game. It's supposed to be a gentleman's game or something like that. But that was that was a great win. You go to a golf tournament, you win a, a brand new car, Challenger. I, I, yeah, I didn't great, even come that's close. A pickup. That's yeah, good. I didn't even come close. That's a great pickup. Back to some NBA. That could be the going out card. Now, you're saying, I was going to look up the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Here we go. They route the Blazers. And I don't know what. Blazers, you talking about somebody who needs some help? Blazers need one more piece. Yeah, I mean, I was saying that during the season that I, I officially watched one game because they were hot at one point where Damian Lillard, after, Lillard could not be stopped. After the All-Star after break. After the All-Star break. And I watched him and C.J. McCollum. I'm like, man, these boys can play. Like Damian Lillard is a superstar I'm still upset that he didn't get to CJ McCollum is a star. Right. These guys can play. They one big man, one just solid piece away from being the top team or arguably up there with San Antonio, with Golden State and Well they had the that guy. He's um he or went OKC to he went right to now. yeah, he went to San Antonio. Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan. I, I love watching. No, him play you weren't a fan, Lillard, but, but I'm I wasn't, just saying. He was, he was good enough. Right. He he was definitely that that solid piece. I get that. Didn't he get a max deal? But McCollum didn't even wasn't even playing 
during that time. Well, it's I mean, he was to starting play. to get his minutes in, but he wasn't able to take shots. I guess I'm still not a huge fan of that six man in the war, but again, I'm not a fan <laughs> of any uh, awards uh, because I've seen guys get uh, MVPs I, last year. Cam Newton got MVP. Officer, uh, he got NFL MVP. They were still talking about giving it to Tom Brady. <laughs> you, come on, what this guy's done. So that's why I'm not a fan of it because when the wrong people are voting, right. that's when the wrong person get it. And if Steph Curry's not a unanimous choice this year, something's wrong. So you're saying everybody should pick him? Yes. This should be the first. Would this be what the, the here, very here, few years where it could be a unanimous choice? And here's what I don't like about that. Uh, here's what I don't like about King Griffey going into the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And here's what I don't like about that. There's some people that vote on King Griffey and didn't know they should. He should have been unanimous, right? King yes. Griffey Jr. should have been a nat- unanimous vote for the Hall of Fame. But some of those bombs, I who think it was did, one vote. It was. I think it was three. Three. But here's what they said Ridiculous You can't hide behind Your pen and pad Don't hide behind it. You coward <laughs> you You bump you And say Well I didn't vote for him Because I knew he was going to get All the votes And I knew he was going to get in Well that don't have to Anything that That don't equal up to Him not being the best In that category You vote for him Because he's the best You didn't want to make it unanimous Because right. you want to Always have a story to tell Right yeah, I mean it's it's a different my argument towards people are so stupid a Hall of Fame vote to Player of the Year type vote it's it's a different scheme. I mean obviously there's no question King Griffey well, ruled I'm talking the about game. The, the voters anyway they they stupid right eight 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 three four six nine one four four. I said you were stupid. Call in if you want to argue <laughs> with that. I have a feeling Russell Westbrook going to get a couple votes in this MVP. Russell Westbrook. Maybe Damian Lillard. Oh, yeah, somebody yeah. from Portland yeah. going to say something. Somebody from Oklahoma City. If Russell City. Westbrook going to get a couple of votes, then why he wasn't taking all the shots last night? <laughs> why Kevin did he take Durant? that last shot? I know. He was open. I mean, he drove to the basket and he dished it out. I mean, it was, he put Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, by the way, he, he, he definitely did, he, he did he it flinched. on purpose. Kevin Durant flinched. You don't flinch. Not in that situation. Not when you're a superstar. He did it on purpose. He want to say not C? if not if you wanting to chase a ring. But we could talk about that after. The but break. them guys keep. I don't know if they. I don't know if Durant really wants to get a championship ring. Kwame Sports Talk. I'm gonna listen to that on okay. the way back. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Spring Bruin hunting is on tap this week for the revolution with Jim and Trav. So you better listen carefully and come loaded for bear. Joining us will be Eva Shockey from Jim Shockey's Hunting Adventures, plus Mike Stroff of Savage Outdoors, Donna Beetle with Polaris, and the revolution survival expert Tim McWelsh. And it's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back. Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. Who is this? This is uh, Hall of Notes. Oh, oh, here she I have come. no clue. You have no clue. She only comes out at night. I know, I know this song. Man, man, I know this song, but nah, I know. I, I said no, the first word is gonna be. She only comes out at night. Oh, had to play it. That damn jokes are probably put it in there. I didn't know the opening was so long. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. You can let the opening play. See, this one I was, this one I was coming up. <laughs> what was you doing to this song? I won't listen to that music they listen to. The, oh, was you doing to the song? Probably was in eighth grade. What year is this? This Hall of Notes. If you don't know about Hall of Notes, you need to just go in the closet and suffocate yourself. I mean, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's I'll, saying I'll 83. On. 83, yeah. See, I was in middle I'll, school. I'll pass on uh, that comment. I was in middle school. This is good. I'm just going to say, we no, can vibe to Yeah, this. I'm listening to it. I'm, I'm, my head go. I'm listening to it. All right, let's get back to this. <laughs> just go vibe. And what was that nonsense? Watch out, boys. What was that nonsense you were talking about? Just nonsense. They went, they, you don't think they want to ring? Just to get the break started. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I hope not. But you no, it's just, I, I understand Kevin Durant's true competitor. Not knocking his heart towards the game, his talents. You know, it's not a lot but of it, Kobe Bryant. It's starting to... It's starting to get on my nerve how much we putting him on this level, and I don't want to do this, but somebody has to. And it's it's it started. It's time to put the microscope on Kevin Durant, superstar of the NBA. Microscope being, really? being passed up on. LeBron James caught so much heat about not winning the championship, not winning mm-hmm. in the playoffs, flinching, flinching. But well, they did get to the championship. I said flinching, but I am. That's fine. They had a ton of help. James Harden was there, uh-huh. six man of the year. One year that Jamal Crawford did not win. Don't it. get me started on that numb defensive plan. Ooh. James Harden, he can. He, you're not great because you can play offense. You're great because you. His greatness. So he's not a leader. No, he's not a leader. He's not a leader at all. A leader gets everybody else involved. He's not a leader, leader at all. First and foremost, first and foremost leads by example. It, the first and foremost, that ain't first and leads foremost. by example. Period. He's, okay. That's why you're a leader, so whether we, it's vocally or. Let me actions. entertain that. A leader leads by example. So let's say that's the case. Okay. Then what you do after that? After you lead by example, hopefully you can speak on why you're in certain positions and why you're leading. There's some lead leaders that lead by example. There's some leaders that are vocal. And maybe he's not a vocal leader because I don't see anybody else playing. I never see him level. move his mouth, period. So I, I doubt it's a vocal leader <laughs> unless he's screaming. I, I don't want that guy on my team. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA in the NBA history. Mm-hmm. He can't play defense. He's a liability. We used to say this about Steve Nash. Steve Nash, you want him on the team because he got that dog, and he, he knows how to run an offense. But put him on defense, and you, you and I can score on him right now. I don't James think Harden, to be as yeah. good as, be as great as he's supposed to be, is not good on defense. I don't think he wants to play defense. Well, I don't well, think it's a want to. Well, you a liability to the four other guys who work hard and train hard. Because yesterday, during the game, throughout the game, I did watch... A couple plays on defensive end that James Harden made some key 
steal, some key turnovers, a block shot. I see him make some key plays on the defensive end. He, if he really wants to, in which he needs to as a leader, as a captain, I guess you could say, as the best player, one of the best players on the planet. Only reason why I'm putting him behind Klay Thompson because he's not committed to himself on defense as the, the shooting guard in the NBA. And I was on James Harden jock last year. Yo, this guy should be MVP. He literally took over Houston and got them to the Western Conference Finals. That was his year, but because he didn't bring it on defensive end, it was the, the notch, and Steph Curry did have a year, you know, uh, just amazing this. So this year, I mean, he, I, I've seen him mm-hmm. make some key, key stops yesterday in last night's game, right. but he just is not committed to play defense. I don't know why. Dwight Howard, I get why Dwight Howard now is looking at him like, why, I, I why would I stay in Houston when you're, the leader of this team is not even committed to playing defense, putting me in tough situations? Well, that, Dwight Howard, uh, uh, correction, Dwight Coward. Okay. This is the same guy. Don't even, he, he's not, Dwight Coward is a loser, in my opinion. Let me tell you why. This is the same guy had his, the world in his hands, if you will, and Orlando. He left Orlando because he didn't know if he was going to stay or go. <laughs> when, he, when, he went to, when he left Orlando, which could have been a destination to him forever, and I say the same thing about Shaquille O'Neal, but Shaquille O'Neal is not a loser. I say that in regards to, wow, why, why did you leave Orlando? Right. You was the guy uh, in Orlando. Okay, the organizations, players, coaches, organizations, sometimes they just don't jail, and sometimes you may have to leave. It's a relationship. Dwight Howard, and Orlando with all those guys uh, could have been a staple point, a main point, or figure down in that down in that area, down in Disney. Was it Disney World, Disneyland, Disney World, Disney, down in there? So what? Um, and he plays too much for one. So when he left there, where did he go? L.A. He went to L.A. He didn't know. He didn't want to stay in L.A. because Kobe was the man. He wanted to be the man, but he don't want to act like the man. He was the man in Orlando, so he went to L.A. Now we're trying to figure out where is he going to go. And he's, and he's getting max deals. Everywhere he goes. He's getting max deals everywhere he goes. Not, when he's on top of his game, he's the best in the business. That's when he's on top of his game. When I show up to the arena, I plan on dominating everybody. Unless there's something that keeps me from playing in that game. Right. If I'm on the floor, I'm planning to destroy you. So when he left L.A., he goes to Houston. Right. He's about to leave Houston again. He's about yeah. to leave Houston and go somewhere else. Yeah. Now, now, what idiot organization is going to give him a max deal? Because everybody thinks they can fix somebody. Well, maybe he's not doing well in Orlando. I don't know what he left in Orlando for. This is the organization's talking on whomever has a car blunt to get him there. Right. Oh, well, he, did, he couldn't work out. He didn't work out in uh, L.A., but when I saw him in L.A., all I could think is show Kobe and Shaq again. I thought a championship was going to come. Right. And you had Pau Gasol. That's a big three right there if you ever had one. He's now in Houston and can't play one of, with one of the best shooters in the game in Dwight Howard. I mean, uh, Harden. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he ends up next. It was rumors talking about him going back to, to Orlando. China somewhere. Go play in overseas. <laughs> he, may, he could make a splash in, in New York with the Knicks. Man, he don't know. They knew New York gonna eat him up. They won't eat. He gotta go somewhere. He got eat up in L.A. He gotta go somewhere where it's comfortable. They're saying Boston. Boston to eat him up. Okay. Them fans, 
You can't go. You can't go to Philadelphia as bad as they are. You would help them, but you, but they have six number one draft picks for the past six years. <laughs> you can't go there. You would help them, but you would be a loser. On top of being a loser, you can't go to New York. New York will eat you alive. You can't go to. Well, the, the Nets are now in Brooklyn. Eat you alive. Yeah. You, you. It didn't work in L.A. because the light was too bright. You. You better off going to. Westbrook, Durant, they can't afford you, and nope. you must be Oklahoma. You go here's where you can go, and no one would care what you do. You can go to Utah. <laughs> I Utah's don't a good team. That. I don't think Utah. Oh man, I don't. Uh, there's a lot. There's half the teams can afford them. That's another young team. That's, but he's not gonna win. Utah's playing put, pretty. They yeah. play good. They play. They well. should have been in the playoffs this year. Yeah, they play well. They're gonna be all right. They were the Boston Celtics back in the day. Not back in the day, but. When we talk about Boston Celtics like a year or two ago, right? And they just they had the talent, they needed that one more piece, and that one more piece might be Isaiah Thomas. Oh, it definitely is. Definitely, I'm is. just trying to figure out where this this coward gonna go. Because if I step on the field or the court or the diamond, I am planning on destroying you. So you say no major market anymore? He can't go to a major market. He what about Phoenix? He, they can afford them. This ain't no major market. This is a major market as far as we got every sport oh, here. It, it, we got it's every on the sport verge. It's it's on there. the verge. We, we they can afford they can afford players now. They can afford anybody. They got it's the just, money. The ownership. is They always dumb. They always put Phoenix. their name in the in the realm of things. Well, they money, have the they have. I'll tell you, being they able have to, the marketing. I'll say this before we get off the air, right. and I'll let you get the last word in. Being able to afford something don't mean you should always buy it. I agree. They just bought Tyson Chandler. But at the same time, Dwight Howard, I think he's affordable. Mm. Phoenix would not be a bad destination. You're saying not too big, not too little. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, say go to um, <laughs> go play in uh, China somewhere. Hey, Phoenix he plays too, they he plays don't know too what much. They're doing in the GM situation. He, he, he anyway, plays too Phoenix. much. I know a big man. He plays too much to be big. He could be the most dominant guy to ever played the oh game, but he God. won't. So he many won't situations last night. I was like, Dwight, just turn Take around over, yeah. and, 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 and boss knock it down. Bogan. Just boss him one good time. It's Tuesday. We got to get out of here. Kwamelash Sports Talk. Demelash said we're going to take tomorrow off, come back Thursday, and give you an even better show, if that's possible. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.